0: You're on The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's The Burt Show's entertainment bus.
1: Country artist Oliver Anthony is telling his fans not to buy tickets to his concert.
0: I love this dude. You do? I love this dude. Why? Because he's so genuine. And so naive,
1: <laughs> so naive. <laughs> Who is Oliver? I, I've never heard of he, him. Me. Yeah. First of all, you were like, "Who is this guy?" He literally came out of nowhere this summer. He had a number one song on the Billboard charts for a for a while. I mean, it was above. Morgan Wallen, Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. Luke Combs, all those people who were taking up the top five pretty much all summer long. And the song was called Richmond, North of Richmond. It went viral. It was huge. And so now it's like
0: he- this political song about how everything is kind of effed up in this country. Yeah. <laughs> and some of the politicians in the debate were using it as an example. And he's like, it's so funny to me that they were using this song because I literally am talking about them. I hate all of them. <laughs> um, but he's just so down to earth and so pure and is so like not about making money, doesn't want to get caught up in the rat race that people have really attached themselves to his story.
1: Exactly. And so that's kind of what's going on here. So he was set to perform at a venue in Knoxville. And when he found out how much the tickets were listed for, he pulled over and got on his Instagram account and basically told people, do not buy tickets to the show. So I'm curious, what is the, the, the... how, when you bought tickets for the last concert that you went to, how much do you think you spent around Ballpark region? Because I just bought tickets yesterday to see my husband, Riley Green. Oh, you did. Spent <laughs> about 120 bucks per ticket. And that was worth it for me because we'll be married someday. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I was
2: thinking about like 100 bucks a pop. And obviously you're not getting like, I'm not. these probably aren't floor seats. You're not front row, but you're you're there in the venue and you're enjoying the
1: show. It's about average. So they were listed for $90 and then $200 for meet and greets. He said that's too much. Any ticket at my show should be no more than $40. It should be somewhere between $20 and $40. So he's blaming this all on some kind of miscommunication with whoever booked this venue. But this is very interesting. The venue that booked him said, well, we got to break even somehow. Apparently they spent, they paid him $120,000 to perform at this venue and they got to make that money back somehow. Mm -hmm. So really, I get that it can be a miscommunication. Maybe that's how much you wanted to spend, but at the same time, then maybe you got to accept less money. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's Mm -hmm. on him
2: instead of accepting $120,000 at the venue, you're going to have to dock your pay in order for the working man and woman to be able to afford to go to your concert.
0: See, this here is kind of the double-edged sword of becoming a literal overnight sensation, right?
2: Because you don't know how things work? Yeah, have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) He really
0: doesn't. Like, he had a friend of his that was negotiating the deal, had no idea how many people were going to be at the venue, had no idea um, that he could negotiate the ticket price. They had no idea. So when it came out uh, that it was... $90. $90. He was outraged because he wants everybody to be able to go to his shows, but I also see the venues part of it. It's like, mm-hmm. you know what? This is not a non-profit. We yeah. got to make money and we're not even going to make a whole bunch of money on this deal, so we've got to sell tickets for $90 and that was unacceptable to him, but he's new in this whole process so his heart's in the right place, but the industry is just not going to work like that.
1: Yeah, and you would help with guys like him in a position where you're able to make money. If people are willing to pay a lot of money to see you, then you can bless the people that are working for you, just like what Taylor Swift did with the people working on her tour. I think she gave her truck di- drivers like $100,000 in bonuses. And those are just her truck drivers. So you got to make capitalism work for you. You know, if you, if you got to charge that much money, then give it mm-hmm. back to the people who are working
0: for you. This is the first guy in the history of the charts that has never had any music on the charts before reach number one. So really? he literally went from nowhere to number one. Overnight.
2: I feel I feel so bad because I don't even know the song. I've I never don't heard know it. the
0: song, the guy, any of it. Yeah. <laughs> it.
1: But good for
2: him. Okay, yeah. <laughs> go <He's> on her.
1: <Oliver>. <laughs> okay, Oprah. So you know how she was raising money with The Rock to help uh, victims of the wildfires out in Maui. They they, um, they donated like $10 million, which is an incredible amount of money. <laughs> people didn't think that was enough. It's insane to me that you could complain about Oprah and The Rock giving $5 million to a good cause. People, like people were saying,
0: because she's, she's worth $2 billion that she should have given more money than that.
1: Also, they have to realize too, yes, that's what she's
2: worth. But think about all the other altruistic things and philanthropic things she's involved in with her school. And The Rock just donated how much money to SAG-AFTRA and the writer's strike. Mm -hmm. Like, people are so close-minded and they have these blinders on. And instead of seeing the entire picture, they just see what they want to see. And I'm like, these people, yes, they are wealthy. But I I don't think they spend their money
0: ill. I also think it's a sliver of the people that were complaining about it. Yeah. I think most were pretty stoked about it.
3: They got a lot of bad I PR did. with did the they- younger generations. That's 0.35% of her net worth, $10 million. So what is her money? Is she but supposed she well, to do? Well, the, here's, here's the real issue where people had issues. She owns a lot of property in Hawaii and hired firefighters, personal firefighting crews the day before to protect her stuff. So they're like, You're entrenched in the Hawaiian Islands, which a lot of people think shouldn't even belong to the United States, should be given back to the Kingdom of Hawaii. So they're saying that she's like an intruder who bought up all the land, protected her personal stuff, and then was like, cool, the rest of you peasants can pay for like the rest of the restoration efforts when she's literally worth billions. So I think that's where mm. people had the bad taste in their mouth. They're like, you could do more and you didn't. And you're relying on the rest of everyone else who's struggling, trying to make ends meet. Some people work in two jobs to afford rent to help out Hawaii when you literally own like a ton of land there and you could solve this problem single-handedly. She didn't
0: have to give a penny. No, yeah. she
3: didn't, but <laughs> she could have given more. And I think that's where people yeah. are like, mm, you could do more. For more stories, head to TheBurtShow.com, click eBuzz. You're on The Bert Show.